0: Welcome to a new episode of NY Jets fans with hosts Davin Sharman and Chris. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at just Fans Podcast and like the Facebook page at NY just Fans. As we come to y'all with another episode, um, not too much Jets news going on, but we will give y'all a, a Jets mock drive in a minute. Uh, the latest, the latest news in the NFL is that Alex Smith and also uh, defensive back, I think or safety, I think it's defensive back T.J. Ward uh, retired from the game um i know they both probably won't be hall of famers but they but they had good careers um if all want y'all could speak on it real quick
1: like i I mean we could definitely talk about alex smith i mean his his comeback last year was you know uh, nothing short of a miracle what he did i mean to come back from that injury um and it was chronicled on that espn episode that they had uh just unbelievable i never thought in a million years that that guy would be playing again after that injury and to see what he went through, um, it was just, uh, it was a miracle. That's, that's the best way to say it. I, I, it was just amazing. And just for him coming back like that, um, it was unbelievable. Like he said, neither one's gonna be a Hall of Famer, but I mean, they could easily change the name of the comeback player of the year to Alex Smith, You know, to the Alex Smith award. It, it was that amazing what he did last year not putting anybody else who's come back from horrible injuries too, but from what he did was just amazing. And uh,
2: I think that's what he's always going to be known for. Yeah. um, Yeah. He's going to, before, before that injury, he was known for being one of the, uh, I think you would tag that game manager title to him. He was just good or just good enough. Not, you know, not good enough to push you over the hump where you go to a Super Bowl, but, you know, every year he was a uh, like one of the more steady starters in the NFL. Pretty consistent at what he could give you. Um, you know, you knew that he wouldn't turn the ball over m- multiple times, but also you knew that the big plays would, you know, come few and far between. Uh, but yeah, you you what you, what you talk what you spoke about when it comes to his. uh um, his injury, that was one of the most gruesome things that I've, I've ever seen before, man. Um, and the fact that he actually played football after that is a uh, testament to the kind of toughness. I mean, I can't even speak to that because I don't understand that. I would definitely not ever play any sport again after that, let alone walk down. The, I would probably tentatively walk down the street after that. <laughs> said me you know, playing football, you know, so I all due respect to the man for, for even tr- playing pro football at that. Um, but yeah, man, um, Alex Smith is, it, you know, like you said, you know, he might not make the Hall of Fame, but he had a great career, you know, um, respectable career. Uh, when you see guys like that, sometimes you wish that they were on a different team and they had a shot at winning something, you know? Because they 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 give it their all, you know. They they weren't bad players, you know. They they just never uh cross you know cross the finish line.
0: Yeah, um, uh, it's just weird that that his that he had his career high with Kansas City um before he got traded. Twenty six touchdowns, five interceptions, uh, four thousand passing yards. Over four thousand passing yards, and then he got traded to Washington, and they and they was that they actually was having a, a good season until that injury, and then they went downhill mm-hmm. until until that last season when Smith came back, and then they did okay. You know, it's not like Smith came back and and played God. You know, he, he didn't okay. do that, but more in all due respect, um, he he definitely he definitely did what he had to do. And um, I think he, I think he deserves his, I think he deserves his roses and, you know, yes. and his respect. So I Very just true. feel that, excuse me, I feel that, uh, you know, he, he had an okay career. wasn't the best. Um, he, I think he was more of those accurate quarterbacks because he could actually, he can he give you some short yardage and, you know, some of them don't look too good, but he'll give you like a, let's say 20, 20 for 23 with 250 yards, two yeah. touchdowns and no interceptions. And it's kind of weird, but yeah, when you look at the completion, you look, you say completion um percentage, you say, Well, that, that's kind of decent. So, you know, you got to give that man this respect. Uh, over 35,000 passing yards, 199 touchdowns, and one, of, I think it's like one 110 or 109 interceptions. Um, still had a decent. Yeah. Better than a lot of these other players, <laughs> you know, especially yes. especially buses, you know. So, shout, shout out to Alex.
2: <laughs> yeah, most definitely. But a little bit about T.J. Ward himself. Uh, T.J. Ward is one of those safeties that, you know, you kind of know what you get. Again, I think there's, there's a common theme between these two players. Um, pretty consistent player, man. Just, unfortunately, was drafted by a team that sucked. the Browns, unfortunately, I think he spent four years with them. Um, I don't think they won anything at any time that he was on with them, unfortunately. And to suck on, to be on a sucky team and make the pro bowl, you gotta be pretty good to pay people to pay attention to you. You know, even if your team sucks, you know, Um, he's one of those guys that was quietly just efficient and good at what he did. Um, so, yeah, kudos to to um, T.J. Ward, too, man. I mean, like I said, very, very uh, um, one of those guys that you just, you know, you don't hear a lot about unless you really into the game and you really watch film and you pay attention to the fact that he was a pretty good player for most of the time he played in the NFL. And
1: he hasn't played since 2017, so I guess finally making the, the final decision this year, you know, for him to
2: retire. yeah. That's crazy, right? I have that's crazy. You're right.
0: Kudos to both players at the end of the day. Um, Mike, and also yesterday's news, uh, Mike Tomlin signed the three-year extension. Uh we we I know we talked about last year that him coaching with the Steelers was was maybe questionable last season, but you know, at the end of it, he still get the wins and he still takes this team to the playoffs um what 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 made that decision what what do y'all think in y'all opinion made that decision to um, sign him to extension
2: you know what that's pretty simple in my opinion the Steelers do not change coaches no. <laughs> <laughs> they don't you know they that's one that's one thing they do if they choose you to be their coach it would you know Come hell or high water, you'll be the coach. <laughs> well, just think. until until you retire. That's about, about it. it. They've,
1: had, they've had three coaches since 1969.
2: Sheesh! Just think of it that way. Yeah, we can't oh. even. We I, I was gonna say, you know, the the easy thing is to say is compare that to the Jets. Oh my god! Oh, I don't even want. I, <laughs> you you oh. don't want to count how many
1: coaches. No. no. <laughs> but that I think it's just they they show loyal. You know. They show loyalty to their coaches, you know, and they pick the right ones, obviously. And um, I think it's great. Good for him. He's a great coach. Listen, if if they didn't resign him, he would be getting calls by the time he leaves the building. He's, he's that good of a head coach. So, um, yep, yeah. So they, they they know they got a good coach. He's still young. I mean, he's still got plenty of years left to be a, a head coach. So, you know what? Good for him and good for
2: Pittsburgh. You don't you don't go 14 consecutive seasons without a losing record. as a coach and not and not get an extension i mean again you could say in the last couple years he's shown some chinks in his armor but i don't think it's to the level where you want to throw him out to the wolves you know not at all
0: yeah yeah and congratulations to to his uh successful um coaching career um and hopefully we'll be able to see more of that um Let's let's get into uh the draft. Well, not the Jets, but a draft in general. Um, the Panthers and the Giants seems like they guaranteed the trade down, especially the Giants, which is actually very weird because Gentlemen in his eight years being the general manager never traded down. Um, how vi- how value is that number eight and that number eleven pick? Because to me, it seems like it's it's very val it's very much valued. You know, so. Mm-hmm. So that's so, a great so, question. So mm-hmm. so that's so that's a question that really nobody ever answered. We always talk about the top three, the top five. We never mm-hmm. talked about past the five. So with the Panthers looking to trade down and with the Giants looking to trade down from the eight and eleven pick, how how um <laughs> how important are those picks and what value are they? What what value they could become?
2: Ridiculously high value. Um I think I think again. I think this draft is like um, just on another level at uh, just how top heavy it is. Um, we we have spoken over and over again about how uh, how people view the this QB uh, draft um, and how talented some of those guys are. And how you know just the the projection for a lot of those kids, even guys like Trey Lance that only started a season the fact that the way he played, the just being able to try to project what that kind of talent could bring you, that makes any pick anywhere in the top eight, like you said, or the top, let's say the top 12 or the top 15, just ridiculously um, important or valuable. You know, um, we, we, we've we spoken ad nauseum about the quarterbacks, of course, but we've, we've also spoken about the fact that Look at the amount of talent there is at wide receiver on the top. Look at the amount of talent there is at offensive line on the top. Look at the amount of talent there is at linebacker and edge rusher. It's, it, when you combine all these positions, the top, the impactful players at every, at every one of these positions, you literally could make a list of about 22 or 23 players that are almost guaranteed to impact and change the direction of any team. So you take that, and you take, you insert teams like the Giants and the and the Car- and the Carolina Panthers that think they need just they need more than just one guy. And the possibility of somebody giving them more more picks so they have more options is it's huge. It's huge. They they could some of these guys could garner f- another first round pick, maybe a next year's first round pick off of just moving down so th- this is going to be big this is going to be big for both teams uh the decisions they're going to make on uh, what they're going to do with those picks
1: and also too basically from pick number four all the way down we've heard one thing or another about the team either trading down or willing to trade up because from the falcons on down we really don't know what everybody really wants to do you know the top right. three <coughs> seem to be quarterback and we have an idea of who they're going to be. But after that, it's pretty wide open. And we've heard from so many teams, oh, they're looking to trade up. They're looking to trade or they'd be open to it. So, and I, I also think too, a part of it, which I've, which I've been hearing a little bit through, you know, the, the writers on Twitter or even on TV, they're basically saying that a lot of these teams are going into this draft with a lot of these players are kind of a mystery because between the opt outs, which, Mm. many players opted out as we know that's number one number two there was no um uh there was no combine so they didn't get that face-to-face kind of meeting with the players that they normally do you know they had the pro days but they really didn't get the same kind of uh meetings that they would have at the at the combine so a couple of those things and a perfect example of this a a great mystery player right now is is russo from miami right He Mm. opted out after 2019 if he comes out after 2019 that guy's probably a top 10 pick you know 15 at the most but he's right up there now where do you put him the guy he opted out he comes to the his pro day what he gained like 10 or 15 pounds yeah but now the scouts are like okay how is this gonna affect him yeah he might have ran nice or whatever he looked great on but that's not you know that's not game film as we know that's totally different so you really don't know where this kid is going to go. He might fall into the second, uh, you know, the second round, which would have been and
2: that's and that's a great uh, that's a great choice actually. <laughs> the guy that you just chose, I think, I think, I don't think there's another player I could think of the top of my head that has been impacted more off of not showing up last year. Right. I mean, not that it's really his fault that he didn't, but um, was- I mean, I don't think there's nobody that because people really wanted to see him. They really needed to confirm what they saw, if it was right, if it was true. Um, and, it, and there's no real proof, like sure. you said. <laughs> huh? They're probably still not sure what they saw. Exactly. You know, and that's the thing. That's the problem. And that's home. why, right, <laughs> that's why you could you see him falling, is because like you said, he's a total mystery. Now, physically, what you could get from a guy with these long limbs and that kind of explosive first step. I mean, of course, those traits all are things that you can't teach, but that doesn't mean he's gonna—he's guaranteed to turn into a Pro Bowl player. You know? You need more than just that, and that is, like you said, that contributes to the mystery, the fact that he doesn't have that much tape out there.
1: Right, you so know? As much as this, this draft is deep with talent, with a lot of talent, but it's also a big mystery as well. So I think with these trades, if they do happen, because we've been hearing about it. So that might mean there's going to be a ton of trades or there's going to be no trades at all. But I think if there's going to be trades, you're going to see teams looking for picks for next year. Because next year is probably going to be more of a regular season. You know, no COVID restrictions. You're going to have the the combine and, you know, all that stuff. So you're going to be able to watch a full year of the guy at the combine meetup, you know, do your, your normal research on the guys. So. I think you're going to see if there are trades, if a, if a team is going to trade down, you know, instead of asking for a third round pick or a second round pick in this draft, they might say, you know what, give me one in 2022's draft, because I'm going to be more sure about those players than I am about these guys here. So that's, you know, Yeah, I agree. Uh,
0: Man, I'm, I'm going to say that you can still, you can still in the mid rounds, um par you could probably get Parsons, you could probably get Smith. It's it all depending on how them first five picks is looking. It it still look it still looks good, you know. So for, for the Giants to actually could get value for the number 11 pick and for the Panthers to get value for a number eight pick to make possibly make it like maybe a top three, you know, like like how the 49 uh, with the 49ers just did with the dolphins. It's just you know it's a, it's made in heaven so you know why not um, but other than that you know we'll see when time comes along I'm I, I I have I have the surprise but I can't say it until the draft episode or what I would do but I'm not I'm, I'm leaving it alone I'm saving it so <laughs> just listen out for that next episode um, let's get into the Jets let's get into the Jets mock draft um, I I'm, I'm, I know. I know we wasn't. I know we didn't really talk to y'all about it, but hopefully y'all will understand our picks. Our picks probably will be different after the first one, but we'll see after this one. So let's get into it. We got the number two pick. So um, let's let's you know let's start it off with you, Chris. Who you got for number two?
1: Uh, obviously it's gonna be uh, Wilson, right? I mean, is it seems like that's gonna be an automatic. So um I, I don't think that's gonna be i, I don't think there's any discussion on that I, I mean yeah we love fields too i would not mind having fields there but uh i i'm pretty sure it's gonna be
2: uh um zach wilson for sure so yeah um that that I, every everywhere you look it seems like everything and people are actually Uh, kind of just coming out and saying it all. You know that's what it is. It's gonna be, um, everywhere you look. Um, just nobody from the Jets has said anything. But, you know, um, but it's the it's he's the projected number two pick for the Jets. Definitely Zach Wilson, BYU.
0: Yeah, everybody
1: know how I feel, so
0: you don't even need to ask me. That's that's all I'm gonna say.
1: (laughs) You guys want to do one? Uh, as we're talking, do you want me to do a simulated draft so everything else is picked, and then when we get to our pick, we'll talk about who's available at that spot, and then we can talk about who we should get.
0: Um, I think I, that that, I, that that's fine, but you know, like I think I think you know, for for PFF, like we we make all we make all visions or whatever like that. Like we we could try to we can, we can go with our opinion, and then if we kind of stuck on it. Let's let's then, then you know let's go with our let's go with the draft stimulating you know the draft the PFF. But other than that, like we should know about like first or second or maybe even third round picks. Like let's let's try to pick pick who we what want. I'm saying is that the whole thing is we're not going to know who's who's going to be available,
1: right? Right. We're, we're not
0: we're not going to know. But but even if the PFF will choose it, we still won't know. We we choosing who we oh, yeah. we like. We will choose who we like, and then we can the fourth 4 down. Let's do the PFF.
1: Okay. As we're talking, I'll just run it as we're talking, and then we could just kind of discuss it. So go ahead. All right. So at twenty three, what do you guys want to do?
2: At twenty three, I think I think the I think at the end of the day, it's it's going to be the choice or the way the draft is going to fall is going to be like I've said I stated before. It's a little bit draft uh, a, a little bit top heavy. So there's either gonna be uh, teams going up to get people, or teams tra- uh, trading, or vice versa, teams trading down to give up, give up spaces. So there's a lot of the more talented players are not gonna drop. Uh, the the number we need a guard, and the number one guard in the draft is not gonna fall to us. The fact that you know <laughs> he is the number one guard for a reason, um, the chances of him falling to us is almost impossible. So I, I'd say um, that uh, Vera Tucker is, is the number one guard and he's not going to fall to us. So we're looking back to the next need we have as corner. Uh, the chances of uh, Farley, Horn, or Satan falling to us is almost impossible at this point. Three players that are just really impactful players, uh, the chances of them falling to us is almost impossible. Um, so... So that's the other thing. Um, that's why, in my opinion, looking for, I think, it, the, either going up to get somebody with who, or going back is probably is gonna fall under these options. But since we're not doing this, um, my dream guy to get is, uh, is linebacker uh, Jeremiah owusu Um because- I don't just the now, either. I know, but <laughs> But somebody got to fall, right? Because like the guys well, I keep mentioning, if you keep if we keep listing players that are gonna that's gonna be around, um, the fact that okay, let's say that Jok doesn't fall, one of the pass rushers has to fall. You can't all these people are not gonna be gone. You know, there's gonna be somebody that falls to us. So in my opinion. Um, it's either one, uh, one of the pass rushers fall or one of the linebackers fall. We need the linebackers and we need a pass rusher. And okay. both, both situations is impact players. It, in, in my opinion, both of our first-round picks should be impact players. They should be players that change everything about the position they're going to play for the Jets. Um, that is one of the reasons okay. I've been pretty adamant about liking JOK. Um, but if you don't get him and you get somebody like Aziz Ojolari, as a pass rusher, I mean, <laughs> I mean,
1: I, I you I, know, I, I did the, the mock, right? As we're talking, I'm just doing the simulator as we're talking. So, just to give you an idea, at 23, right. Tucker did fall to us. You see? But Jenkins didn't. Um, Ajulari didn't. So, and obviously, uh, JOK didn't. Um, but he's, he's definitely the best player available. Just looking at it, but right, you know, other options. And, you know, Collins is there. Um, edge, the top edge right now that's available is uh, Russo, and to yeah. me, I, I wouldn't take him at twenty three.
2: Yeah, exactly. So, 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 so again, since the need at linebacker is so high for the Jets, again, I keep saying that over, over and over again, and a lot of Jets fans might disagree with me because because a lot of people think they should, we need to reach. For guard at 23. And I think that's, I, I don't want to reach for that kind of talent. I want my f- two first round pick players to change the direction the Jets are going to make or go to for the next 10 years. Imagine having your quarterback of the future and having a linebacker that literally, when you talk about the Jets, the one of the first names that come up is that guy's name. That's the kind of player I'm looking for. So, so that's my vision for the number twenty-three pick. And if JOK is on the board, that's the guy I pick. All
1: right, but hearing this, you know, and, and doing all that, Tucker is available. So,
2: wait, you didn't say that. <laughs> I did. I, I just said that before. Oh, no, that. I'm, sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't hear, he it. Said I didn't hear said that
0: Tucker was available.
2: Yeah. Okay. All right. So, all right. So, if so, so if you, so, I'm so, if, so that's a great question. That's a great thing. If you let's weigh. Right? It, are you gonna get value at God like you're gonna get Vivera Tucker? I don't think so. Right?
1: No. He's and I, and and I think falls, I think you're definitely
2: taking him. There's, there's no right. argument. Yeah. Right. No argument. <laughs> right. <laughs> definitely. Yeah. No, there is. I
1: think if him or Jenkins falls, you're, that's you're making it easier for for Joe for,
2: for the pick at twenty three. Yes. Yeah. I, I agree. I think so. I mean,
1: unless, like you said, if JOK is there maybe that sways them to take him i don't know or if jason right. Hornfalls, falls i doubt it but i'm just saying you know that would be the only possibility there so i don't know so all right that's just a uh, possible trade offers coming in on this side. so I just did decline four. because they're just some of them are ridiculous. So
2: yeah, we're not doing trades, man. No, but it's, um, it's too much going on that way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But um, what do you think? Uh, so so if so, we're gonna so let's say we take we take we're taking talk at twenty three. Right. What are the options at at thirty four?
1: Okay, so at thirty four, now you got Newsom still there, right? That was you know possibility of taking him at twenty three, but well, he's now there. At thirty,
2: you know, at uh, thirty-four, um, Newsom is. If Newsom is on the board, that's my pick. Yeah, I think so. Well, because think two of that? the biggest needs the Jets have is guard yeah, and one. corner. Right. And you just knock. You, in my opinion, you just knock both of those out of the park. You you get you get you get the number one guard coming out this year, and you get the number what the number four corner coming out this year. Yeah, I would say so. <laughs> I mean, I mean, come on, man. I'm I'm running that. I'm running that selection to the podium. Yeah.
1: I mean, other than that, I mean, what are you taking here? A wide receiver? No. Okay, so um the top edges now, you got tryon and then you got Oway. So no McGrown, no. the top linebacker. He's more of a middle, so we don't need a middle. Um tight end, you got Frymouth is available.
2: I don't no. want to take them there. The, the the value, again for us, corner is a bigger value than than yeah. anything else. You know, that's it. Because we did not get <coughs> any kind of veteran presence or anybody in in free agency, so you don't have a choice but to get get um insert another corner into the mix. All right, even so if it's good. gonna be a young guy.
1: We're good with Newsom or
2: yeah, Davin, Davin. We're good.
1: Uh no. Oh. I'm
0: guessing. So I know Najee Harris is there, which is infreaking possible, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm fine. Go, go right ahead. I'm safe. I'm safe.
1: I'm
0: saving, I'm saving minds for, for, for for, uh, the draft draft night. But yeah, I, I agree. I agree with both of them, but I'm, but I'm kind of saving that 23rd pick for, for the, for that next episode because I know what I want to do with that pick, but go right ahead. All right. So
1: anyway, just at this point, just to let you know, the top running back is Javante Williams. No, oh. all right. that's fine. Yeah, I don't think Najee's gonna make it to there, but you never know. Yeah.
0: He, he, like you he's not. He's definitely not making it there. If they got him going to Pittsburgh. They got him getting drafted by Pittsburgh. Right,
2: possibility. Okay, next pick. Next pick. Hold on, we're getting there. <laughs> next pick is sixty-six. Right.
1: Second, uh, third round. Excuse me. Second pick in the third in the third round. <clears throat> so, uh, what's available? We, what all right top players right off the top uh nick bolton linebacker richie grant safety nico collins wide receiver davion nixon uh defensive lineman pete werner linebacker michael carter the running back dwayne Eskeridge, wide receiver brevin jordan tight end Tylen wallace wide receiver alex leatherwood tackle uh josh myers guard center uh
2: Mari Rogers, wide receiver, Carlos Basham, Edge. Uh, I think I think it I think it goes it it goes. I think it, I think we need a I think we go linebacker here because we take God at 23. We took God at 23. We took corner at at 34. I think this is where you, you go linebacker. So you think And you he, said the top he, linebacker is Nick Bolton. Yeah. A little undersized, uh, but um for me. And he's more of a mic, though, isn't he? Uh I think he could play will if you ask him to. I think he could run. Um, I I think he could run. Um his coverage ability is a question uh for me. Well, the that's other that's probably one of the things I would probably be worried about, if anything.
1: The other linebacker uh, is
2: Werner from Ohio state. And he's yeah, this Sam, right? I think yeah, the thing up, yeah, the thing about Werner is I, I don't know if he has that kind of coverage talent. You see, one of the things you're looking for with the Jets right now is you need coverage talent. Um, the only guy you know for sure that could run and cover is uh our middle linebacker, you know, um mostly, and that's it. You know, other than that, who who we who, you know, we don't have anybody else. So whoever is coming in has to be able to run and cover. Our um, linebackers, we got is Cashman and Davis. Yeah, and and we don't know anything about these two guys. No, Cashman we know gets hurt a lot. Right. Davis is, we don't know. Right. So 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 we got so we got to be linebacker here. And um, for me, um, what uh what's his name? You said I'm sorry, man.
1: The other linebacker is Warner. Pete Warner from So
2: it's, it's Werner and um, and Bolton as the top. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd take Bolton. All right, I take Bolton. What do you think? You okay, Davin? Or,
0: uh, yeah, I'm I'm fine. I mean, it's a must need. I, I just don't, I just don't. Um, I mean, other than them four positions, like, well, I'll I'll figure it out by the next third. Go right ahead. Go to the next pick.
1: Go to the next pick. All right, all right. The only other. Uh, one I was thinking of other than him was Josh Myers, but because he could play center also. Yeah. That's the only thing I would have possibly won with you get him. Then you set with the offensive line. You don't have to touch the line, but after this, the linebackers probably get a little thinner
2: after this. That's that's, the- that's my worry right there. Yeah. It's, it's the fact that after, after picking uh Walton here, who's next. And I, I think, I think Warner is good. But I don't think he's that he's an impact player like that. He's, he's, he's a steady guy. That's just about what he is, in my opinion. Yeah, after
1: this <clears throat> other than those two guys, left are Chad Surratt, Dylan Moses, Derek Barnes, Isaiah McDuffie, Ernest Jones, Charles Snowden. So that just gives you uh, an idea of what's left.
2: Chad Surratt is probably the only other guy I would think I would I would think of. Because I think Chad Surratt is better than Warner, in my opinion. So um, you want to take a chance? I know he's better than Werner but I don't think he's better than Bolton right that's the thing I think Bolton is better than Serac so
1: all right so I'll I'll, we'll take Bolton that was your your first so we'll we'll go with Bolton next pick yeah all right next one coming up would be number 86
2: and let's see who's gonna be there for us Okay, I think that's where we look. We look to see what we get value-wise for interior offensive linemen. Okay. Uh, well, just the
1: top players available: Eskridge, the receiver; Amari Rogers, Quincy Roach, Roach; uh, Tyler Shelvin, Ronnie Perkins. Who I like a lot. Amy McNeil, uh, Hamza Nasiruldeen, the safety out of Florida the State. Safety, right? Oh, I killed his name. Uh, mm-hmm. Jay To Tuf- Tofilaev from USC. Defensive tackle, Peyton Turner from Houston. Uh, Joshua Bledsoe, safety. Kenneth Gainwell. Uh, James Wiggins, safety. Wow. Uh, but interior offensive line, you said? Let's see who's yeah. best available right here. Um, all right. Uh, ben Cleveland, Aaron mm-hmm. Banks, uh, Marins, Miners, I mean. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kendrick Green, Deontay Brown, Trey Smith, Tommy Kramer.
2: That's the guy right there. Ooh. And that's almost impossible, in my opinion. I don't think this dude is going to be around. Um, Tommy Kramer? Kendrick Green. Kendrick Green. Oh, okay. I don't think he's going to be around that low in the draft. I think that would be probably impossible.
1: Okay. Do you want to take him then? Or do you want to go value and go uh,
2: with one of the receivers? or You said the only other interior... Because, because the lower you go, the lesser the talent's gonna be. Right. Uh we have to get at least two guys, interior guys. And they and you'd and you'd probably want is either you go and what about the centers? You said the centers, right? You said both interior guys. My bad. Yeah, that's I'm sorry. yeah, I
1: just gave you all it's listed as interior offense. Right.
2: So um and then tackles,
1: if you want to go tackles, not that that's a huge name, but the top tackle is stone foresight from Florida or Robert Hainsey from Notre Dame Dan Moore from Texas AM Walker little from Stanford um, those are
2: the top tackles still available but um, so you want to go banks is, banks is banks is very interesting for me it's uh, uh, banks is pretty interesting. Okay. You said Banks uh, and Kendrick Green, right? Yeah. And he seems like a good fit with the uh, with the system. The... Yeah, that's that's the yeah. I think that's the play I want. Yeah, I would like. All right, so Aaron is. Yeah.
1: All right. So now we're good with the offensive line, I think. So we're pretty solid.
2: Right. Um, next pick. Right.
1: Our next pick is one oh seven. So let's get down there. Okay, 107,
2: who is available? Uh, Running back. All right, running back you want to get here? That's where I I would look. You get
1: corner, you got a pretty good corner. Kelvin Joseph is is available. Um, Running back, though, uh, right now is Jamar Jefferson, Ramaje Stevenson, Chris Evans, Chubba Hubbard, Kylan Hill, Khalil Herbert. Gerard Doakes, Rakeem Boyd, Javion Hawkins as the top guys. I could go deeper, but.
2: Yeah, I know, that's okay. Uh...
1: But right now the top players, um, the safety from Florida State, I'm not gonna kill his name again. Uh, (laughs) Peyton Turner, the edge from Houston. Uh, Joshua Bledsoe, the safety. James Wiggins, the safety. Jordan Smith, the edge from UAB. Hafunaga uh, the safety from USC a couple other edge uh Odia bingo from Vandy. uh Rashad from Oregon State and I said the corner Kelvin Joseph
2: so are you happy with just getting one corner? I, I yeah I'm happy with taking one corner man I really am I think I think if we take another corner down the line I'd be happy but I'm not I'm not gonna uh, pick uh i'm not gonna uh i'm not gonna try to get another corner here um i think i I, the edge from the edge right yeah that's what i was thinking (laughs) and we're we're on the same we're on the same page here and he's from he's
1: he's best in a four three so there you go all right we need another edge for sure so all right now our next pick will be um, waiting
2: 146. Mm. Yeah, 146 is our next pick. Next you want to take the little guy there if he's still on the board? Mm-hmm. You know who I'm talking about, <laughs> David Hawkins, if he's still there. Let's see. Fifth round. All right. Um,
1: he should be. Anthony Schwartz is available too. Eh. Um, here the running back, you got yeah, Hawkins, but you got guys on top of him too. Chris Evans is still available, Chuba Hubbard, uh Kylan Hill, Khalil Herbert, Jared Dokes, Raheem Boyd. What that, do you think? Uh, What's your opinion of Chuba Hubbard? I like him, you know, like we were talking before about it. You know, I like his speed. Uh he's not the greatest out of the backfield. You
2: know, but that could improve. I'm not saying I can't improve. Um, I, I think I would. Pick... have oh, No. Um, I mean, how much you? How much of that? How much Chuba Hubbard have you watched? Do you like him? I mean, he's, he's
0: he's decent. I mean, he's to me, he's he's decent. I think I like. In all reality, the question would be would he fit better than uh P Ryan? Because remember, we have P Ryan and P Ryan didn't look too good. So I, that's the question for me. I think we, sh- I think we should give it a chance, at least. You know, it's only it's a fifth round, so it's either you know make or make or miss. It's not yeah, a that, it's not a gamble. I think,
2: yeah, I think the I think the biggest difference between him and P Ryan is the fact that P Ryan is, does not have the kind of speed that Hubbard does. Uh, Hubbard is like, is is. What did you, you do? You have the numbers, Chris, or how fast he ran. I want to say he ran. I don't have it with me now. I I want to see he ran four four. Yeah, no, he's definitely fast.
1: <laughs> There's no. Uh... <coughs> yeah,
2: definitely... I want to. I want to say four, this guy ran four
0: 4.36. Four. Four four
2: yeah, that's a big ass difference between what uh, I think. I think P ran ran like four five something. And know? he also ran the, mean, the,
1: the. He was a runner before he got to college too. So. Yeah. He could definitely Yeah.
2: I would probably doubt yeah, I agree with Davin there. I think at, especially at that point of the draft, I think that's what you do. You know, um I think you he has more upside than 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 you would think and I think I I, I even like his size. Okay. You know.
1: So, all right, we'll go with uh, Chuba Herbert.
2: Um
1: and next pick is 154.
2: So Okay, so up. we addressed God two guards. We, so we took two interior guards. We took one corner, one pass rusher, and a running back. Right, so... Um, Another corner, what do we have at corner?
1: At corner right now, the top corners available are Avery Williams, Boise State, Keith Taylor Jr., Washington, Sean Wade, Ohio State, Cameron Bynum, California, Bryce Thompson, Tennessee, Robert Rochelle, Central Arkansas. Shakir Brown Michigan State
2: those are the hmm. top guys um, not not like highly uh, guy,
1: you know what a guy that Marco Wilson right he was in the top five of Chris Sims's corners and he's way down this list
2: I don't know why they, they don't have him ranked too high so um, yeah, I don't I don't I have I, I will tell you right now I, I have not watched what's his name Marco what Marco Wilson Florida yeah I don't I have not watched Marco Wilson at all. So I, to, for me to have an opinion of well, who, what he yeah. is would be kind of crazy. Wide receiver, um,
1: if you want to go like a speed guy, you got Anthony Schwartz available. Um, you got uh, Zach Wilson's best friend there, Dax Milne. He's, a, he's okay, available. Give, give me um, the names again for the corners, you say? Corners, The top corners available are Avery Williams, Keith Taylor Jr., Sean Wade, Cameron Bynum, Bryce Thompson, Robert Rochelle, Shakir Brown,
2: Antonio Hmm. Phillips. Wade would probably be the highest.
1: Yeah. I wasn't impressed by him, to be honest.
2: Yeah, I know, man. I know. You know what? Um, I know. Um, I'd go in a different
1: direction, to be honest. I don't don't like the corners. I think we kind of missed the boat on corners. Okay, Just me. I don't know. The guys that are here are not really... I don't guys
2: know. you like yeah i don't know i mean but if you if you think so anyone, what's the no 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 that's fine what what's i know the, what's your, got a, from what's your take, which position where, where, which position would you go for then? Uh,
1: it could be anything here i mean uh if you, like i said wide receiver if you want to go there uh the kid from illinois is there the big guy josh the the guy who could jump really hard high and want to uh, bb um Marquez Stevenson, Daz Newsom is here. Uh, Kate Johnson from South Dakota State. I was just watching something and they were mentioning him. Um,
2: the Stevenson kid is somebody like I like, but we have so much of the same traits in the on on the roster already. Big, yeah. tall, long arm guys, and and I think if anything, at this point, you would be looking for a guy that's more as a gadget guy, really. Like Schwartz would be a gadget guy, right? Cuz he's just right, right? Is he still on the board? Yeah. Yeah, well take you there. There there you go. All right. That guy could just flat out run. <laughs> yeah. Uh
1: our next pick I think might be our last. Oh no. I think we have two left. The one 180... Yeah, we have two left. 186 and then the 220, I think or 220 something was the one that we got from Carolina. So all right, so at 186, uh best available of anything. You got a couple of edges, William Bradley King, Cameron Sample,
2: tackle, James
1: Hutchinson. Cam Sample
2: is still on the board? Yeah. Yeah, that's almost impossible. That's a kid from Tulane. Don't tell me, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I doubt that kid's gonna fall that far. But if he is on the board, that's I would take a fly on him. He's a really good player. All right. Makes it easy. <laughs>
1: And then our final pick, 220, 220, It's coming up. We're right behind Philly. Gets two picks, and then us two twenty-six. So I'll tell you in a second who will be available. Like here is a wild card. I think um, could really take anybody at this at this spot. Right. You know, you just because
2: that's a six-round pick. Yeah, you're talking about depth here maybe a depth for depth for a position or a, spe- a special team all right yeah basically
1: i was thinking unless they trade down and get a seventh rounder in this spot to get the mm-hmm. one of the top kickers because we do need a kicker i think i don't know if ficken's gonna be uh do you really want to go into the year with ficken
2: as our kicker <laughs> yeah the thing is i don't know anything about those kickers so i don't, i can't even <laughs> Yeah, um, I, forgot I heard
0: about one kid from Florida. I don't know who he. was. What's, what's his, his name? Is, is it
2: McPherson? Oh, maybe. Um, hold on. Do you have Do you have a Florida guy on your list? Evan Evan McPherson is his name. I
1: think he's the, him, and there's a the guy from Miami. Like a
0: Spanish. guy. Yeah, yeah, it was Evan Evan McPherson. Um, thirty-four out of thirty-eight. I think. I think he went there. He went thirty-four out of thirty-eight last season. Um, seven for eight on forty on uh, field goals forty yards or over. Um, he nailed the fifty yarder, long fifty yard field goal against Florida State. So his numbers are actually is decent in his pat So in his Pat's career, is one. Basically, his career uh, with Florida was fifty one for sixty on field goals and one forty nine out of one fifty in uh, PATs.
2: That's a pretty above average career for a kicker. Yeah. So you want to go with a kicker?
0: Yeah,
1: well.
2: yeah, yeah, right. Okay, that was pretty interesting.
1: <laughs> all right, so basically, our picks. Um, when we look back at at all of our picks here, hold on, taking the boy. Um, obviously Zach Wilson with the first pick, uh, Tucker with the twenty three pick. That was a steal there. If he's there, uh, Greg Newsom at thirty four. That's another awesome. steal uh, then Nick Bolton at 66, uh, Aaron Banks at 86, and then Peyton Turner, the edge at 107, Chuba, Chuba Hubbard at 146, Anthony Schwartz at 154, Cameron Sample at 186, and then the kicker McPherson at 226, and we kind of filled all the holes. I mean, we're not going to be, you know, obviously it's, uh, I still think we need more linebackers, you know. Can't get it
0: They'll get addressed after the draft, undrafted. Yeah, I
2: agree, I agree with Davin right there. I think I think whatever yeah, I, happens I totally in think, the draft, what you could do is turn around and go back to free agency and pull some of the names that are out there. Um, people like Quan Alexander that's still out there that hasn't been signed could be brought in for the season for, on a one-year deal. Right.
0: There there are some some of the guys who get signed. You know, look, um, Joe Douglas signed a lot of guys after the draft um, last season. Bryce Huff and you know other guys as well. So we whatever that's not filled will be filled after the draft. Yeah, I agree. Uh,
1: Between undrafted guys, maybe guys that are going to get cut during camps. You know, we, we might get someone there. Um, so yeah, it's definitely because we have to. I mean, we got three guys basically on our roster right now at
2: linebacker. I mean, that's yeah, that's incredible. You gotta you you need more bodies than that. Yeah. So <laughs> right? I think we did pretty good, man. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think this was pretty good.
0: Yeah. That was a- yeah, it was decent. Um, and, and last but not least, um, there, there will be a player if there's preseason games, which I'm hoping for um hopefully if there's preseason games we'll see maybe one good guy and one great guy that that a team cannot keep and maybe you know joe douglas will snatch that play up as well so yeah. hopefully we we'll get some preseason games and be on the lookout for that as well definitely yep. yeah other than that that's that's it for our episode make sure to follow us on twitter just fans podcast and like our facebook page and why just fans we do this for y'all every week um I think I think we're doing – are we doing the second episode this weekend or or is it next weekend? No, it's was, it was supposed to be this weekend the draft is next week. The draft is next week. Yeah. All right, so expect the second episode by by this weekend. And until next time, we're taking flight. Take flight. Take flight. Take flight.